Yes, ma'am, I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am, this is... Yes, ma'am, this is... This is the president. Nobody's ever done a better job than I'm doing as president. I didn't know that. Well, you've been playing tennis. Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's my real honor. You know, well, I'm glad that your wife invited me. You know, to, well, like I told her, I'm glad that I'm only 13 because she's against drugs and that's what I've been trying to do. So you're, you're off to North Carolina, you were saying? Yeah, I was saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for the, for the big, the big pit sketch fest. Yeah, it's for StoryFest, StoryFest Chapel Hill, this uh, Friday through Sunday at the Pits, new location okay. in Chapel Hill. Just a little plug up front. Sometimes they put the plugs at the end, sometimes, you know, they put yeah, the plugs put, keep up Yeah, keep it at the end. Let me, let me do a little, because now I know Joe, No, I'm no, doing. no, no, I'm actually would like it up front. <laughs> okay, well, we'll keep it <laughs> no, up front. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's very Joe Rogan-ish to plug, put the plugs up front. Plug away. That was a plug from Harmon that you heard up front about his upcoming show at Story Fest in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, and before that, you heard a tiny little bit of our featured interview this week, which is, in fact, the one and only Mr. T meeting Ronald Reagan. Yes, uh, not only is this, uh, do we manage to. Would he be Mr. Pictures? R? What? <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mr. T meets Mr. R. That's a good title for the podcast. I'll probably, I'll probably I, I think it. That. Yeah, check the SEO on that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but before we get to that that phone call, I know that everybody is waiting for. Um, so this is going to be our election eve special, Harmon. The uh, the listeners out there will be hearing this on election eve, election two thousand eighteen midterms. Um, Remember to vote. Get out there and vote. Yeah, get out there and vote. And so, what are your some of your predictions? Any predictions? Uh, my prediction is if the Democrats don't do any business, we're pretty much fucked. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the thing is that my thing is that they don't just I mean they have to like there needs to be some overwhelming numbers some kind of uh uh you know revolt against the madness that we've been seeing and the only way people can do that is to kind of go for the Democrats and if that's not Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean it's just so I don't know it's sort of a tipping point because Yeah. It, I mean Trump saying disturbing Things and being unapologetic or and doubling down on either lies or saying heinous shit uh, that doesn't phase me. That's how that's what he does, right? right? It's what disturbs me is when he does that and you look at the crowds that that cheer it on, like say after you know a massacre and he's like going back to telling crowds that the media is the enemy of the enemy of the state and they just start chanting cnn sucks or just loudly cheering still to this point when yeah you know, no that's, pipe bombs that's... are being sent to all the top democrats and cnn i guess yeah i mean the scary thing that's is that he just like because he's really starting to like those rallies like a lot and, well, it's uh, like if anyone's <laughs> ever been a performer, uh, yeah. it's intoxicating when you get the cold crowd chanting and on your side, oh, yeah. you know, your endorphins just go way up. And I think 
he just likes pushing those buttons and he knows how to push those buttons and he's just getting it in getting into it to beer hall proportions yeah that's what i was gonna say as you know we've relocated part of the words over chair office over here to berlin (laughs) and uh, we have not learned from history they had a guy over here who was really big into rallies little fella he was an immigrant he came from a little place called austria austria uh actually interesting story he was um, Mr. Hitler was stateless for a while, like right before he won the champ. Like he'd given up his Austrian citizenship and didn't have German citizenship, so he actually had no country for a little bit. Oh wow! So he was yeah. part of the caravan coming over the to caravan. Germany. In that and, case, and that like, caravan did pollute the country. Yeah, that one. And uh, where's the how's the, the caravan on the way up to the states? It's been probably be there by the time this. Uh, yeah, I just out, don't yeah. even want to. Go down that. It, I mean, it's like a th- it's like moms and their kids, and it's about a thousand miles away, and it's just like so. You know, I have it. Like sometimes I tune into those rallies, and you just go, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's just sort of no, no. He's really just saying, "Do you want them here? Do you want the the you know the the gangs here, Wisconsin?" I don't think so. <laughs> and like literally, almost in those words. What, what what's the gang again? The M. Uh, uh, M5 or whatever the fuck, uh, you know, look it up right now so I don't sound like an idiot. No, no, what is it? M15. Is oh. The gangs? Mexican oh, is that gang? the. Oh, Mexican gangs, yeah, okay, right, yeah. Well, M13. MS13. M13. MS13. MS13, okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so he's like, uh, he, like literally at a, a rally in Wisconsin, he was, he literally said, I don't think Wisconsin, Wisconsin, do you want the MS-13 up here? And they all went, no, I didn't think you did. It, literally, it's like fucking, it's just it's like, uh, who was saying this? Uh, you know, I, I think it was like on uh, uh, Morning Joe or one of those shows. It's like, remember when it was just like, you know, it was Trump the joke. And we just thought we'd yeah. just laugh at him all through his presidency. And now it's just, right. uh, it's just Trump, the scary, dangerous lunatic. And I don't even think he's a lunatic. I think he's just very, he's methodically thought it all out, which is scarier than a lunatic. Lunatic is just, I don't think he's unhinged. I think he has it well calculated. I, hmm, that's interesting. I, I don't think he's unhinged. I think he loves his rallies, and that's kind of all he cares about. And I think he's obviously got people who have this kind of, uh, plot behind him you know or people are like using him for their own ends um yeah like a, uh say uh bannon in the time of bannon yeah type? yeah well okay, he's, you right. know he, he didn't really get fired i mean he got you know somebody had to to to, to take the take the hit and he you know, i'm sure he still they still talk to him all, each other all the time um somebody brought up this 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 point about how um because so then the the like evangelical evangelical christians you know and like while why they're so much in support of israel and um and then them moving the new embassy have you heard about this no go ahead okay, is it, is so, it a, don't and i hope the words red flag don't come into this no 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 what okay. it, basically basically what <laughs> or it is because <laughs> you know evangelical and evangelical christians you know it's all about the end times right yeah. Um, you know, and that's where the, the Antichrist has to show up. But in order for the Antichrist to show up, 
um, all the Jews have to go to Israel. You know, Israel has to be like its own super state, and the capital has to be Jerusalem. Oh yeah, so it's kind yeah. of just like uh, yeah. when it's a, a, a dystopian future yeah. where yeah. Uh, kind of like a holy grail thing. When you open it up, right. and you possess the holy grail. But in this yeah. case, if okay. Really? Yeah, so, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that's, yeah. So, so it's just kind of getting all right, guys. All righty. So um, yeah, he wasn't going to cancel that rally last Saturday. No, no, no he, he like he likes those things, and he yeah, did he like lo- at the but it was at the rally. He just said, "I almost canceled tonight because I was like doing an interview out in the rain, and I have a bad hair day." Oh, what, yeah. why were you being interviewed out in the rain? Oh, because like eleven people got massacred in a in a synagogue shooting. So yeah, you had to do that. It was bothersome for you. It was, yeah, and it, it was ruined bother- your hair. It ruined your hair yeah. where you almost had to cancel your rally, but you didn't. And, uh, you know, and then that night, it would really disturb me. Is this like he, he like his, all his tweets, he tweeted about the ba- the World Series game. Uh-huh. I was like, and- I'd like to say, like, all that other stuff didn't bother me too much. But what really nope. bothers me is the dis- Dodgers decision. do whatever the fuck they did because that's really what bothered me that's just like well yeah why should it bother me (laughs) well there was a couple things i just noticed in the paper today or just in the paper on the internet today and a couple like apparently somebody yeah apparently somebody had leaked out copies of his like daily schedule do you hear yeah. about this? Yeah. yeah. And they're basically saying his day starts at like 11 a.m. and ends at like 4. And there's like a lot of, quote, executive time in there. Basically oh, yeah. meaning that he goes golf. and watches TV and, and tweets. Yeah, and golf. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, not surprising at all. Just wanted to make sure that we had it on there for the record. Um, yeah. But before we get too deep into that, I mean, let's 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 go back to some uh, happier times, Harmon, and the time that I would like <laughs> to go back to now. Um, if you could uh, pull out the presidential time portal, there. Time I want to go back to now is December twelfth of nineteen eighty-three. Do you know what happened on that historic that historic um, day? Well, I'm going to give a guess that Ronald Reagan met Mr. T. He did, in fact. He really. Re- so well, is this pre Mr. T sitting on Nancy's lap, or did he already yes. sit on Nancy's lap? This is, no, this is like a couple years before. He'd been working. <laughs> they'd been working on this. All. And here's the funny thing: like Mr. T would go on that year, so that they, they uh, basically what this is. It's Mr. T. Excuse me, President Reagan greeting Mr. President Reagan greeting Mr. T for a photo opportunity before they taped this Christmas special. And then, yeah. what apparently I was looking at the schedule. So apparently, Reagan then flew to New York to do some campaign stuff or some kind of meetings or something. And and Nancy stayed there to do the Christmas special with Mr. T. So I don't know oh, what wow. was going on there. Yes, I don't know what yeah, was going on there. Sitting on Nancy's lap, <laughs> yeah. and I pity the fool. Yeah, he's doing some fool pity, and with Will- Willard Scott as Santa Claus as well. Um, oh, wow. So, I, so I didn't know if they had uh, a re- recording of this meeting, but I managed to dig one up thanks to the mm-hmm. uh, Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. He's been doing a great job of putting but some of these. Just a quick question: Have you yeah. ever like tweeted out to the Ronald Reagan Library that maybe they would supply? The tapes for free? Well, they do. They kind of do. I mean, oh, they these, do. they've been well. They've been putting these on YouTube, which has been kind of oh, cool. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. So okay. if I wanted gotcha. to go back and or, but it's weird. Nobody's watched them, and they're just kind of buried. And then the weird thing is that the LBJ library did the same thing. So I don't know if these 
libraries are dumping all. The, I mean, like like hundreds of tapes. It's crazy. Oh wow! Um, just maybe the they just don't know SEO. Yeah, or, or maybe they're, they're, they're just not putting to, in keywords. <laughs> maybe they're trying to get everything out there before something happens that they know about that we don't. Oh shit! But anyway, well, we have the tape, Harmon, and that's all that matters. And if you could set the way back machine to president, excuse me, the presidential time portal to December twelfth of nineteen eighty-three, um, this is master tape C eighty-seven for those of you keeping score at home with the presidential tapes. And this is a, a Ronald Reagan meeting, a greeting uh, Mr. T for a photo opportunity in the Oval Office. And if you could. All right. Well, how are you doing, sir? You've been playing tennis. Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's my honor. You know, well, I'm glad that your wife invited me. You know, to, well, like I told her, I'm glad that I'm only 13 because she's against drugs and that's what I've been trying to do my own way and doing what I feel going back to the community and, you know, just trying to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And a lot of us watching the kids are on their own. So I'm really honored to meet you your wife and in the White House. Well, pleased to have you here. Thank you. See, I had so many things I wanted to say, and I see you can get all choked up. Don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know that this will fit with present work right there, but it's just a little belt buckle. Some tight belt buckle. Oh, yeah, that you might like for a souvenir. Thank you, thank you. I will honor and cherish it and put it with my you know, other trophies that I have, you know. Yeah. Your honors, you know. Oh, thank God. Thank, thank you. Me. Thank you for taking the time to see me and things like that. Yeah, pleased to see you. <coughs> I think I'm supposed to see some kids this afternoon, some of the diplomats' kids, and pass out some of my dolls. And, you know, I'm really glad to be here. You know, That's great. Yeah, you know, That's and, great. and I, you got a rough job on your hand, and I know it's rough, but I'm going to say, like I told your wife and other people, she asked me, uh, do I have any presents for the first family? I said, all I have is love. Because I know your job is rough. It's not easy. You know, you're gonna some people gonna like some things you say, some people ain't. You know, you can't please everybody, you know. So I can only say this, you know, you've got to search your heart and do what you think is right and when that thing only thing I can say is just God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. All right, thanks for that, uh, Harmon. That was uh, spot on, spot on to December 12th, 1983. Uh, what are your takeaways from that uh, that historic meeting there? Uh, seems like they got along pretty well. Yeah, they did. Um, and you could hear you could hear the presidential, uh, that was kind of a thing, like if, when they had visitors to the Oval Office, they would kind of give them gifts. Um, yeah. If we've, we've, we've played, uh, like, um, for example, Nixon gave um, Johnny Cash a set of uh, cufflinks. And an ashtray. I, I oh, mean, nice. For and then smoking. here you go. Yeah, so do you think um, uh, Mr. T, what do you think Mr. T thought about his belt buckle there? Oh, you got a belt buckle? Was it a Mr. T belt buckle? I don't know. No, it was a presidential <laughs> belt buckle. That's what he's given him. Oh, right. Is there any, uh, have you Google searched uh, any images where he's wearing it? Ah, that's, that's a, that would be a good idea. No, we could do that. Or maybe if one of, our, one of our listeners finds one, they could tweet it at us. Or uh, yeah. Instagram it with the kids like like doing that as well, or, or um, put the link in the comments on uh, iTunes. Yeah, um, so along with just... subscribing, and also for our <laughs> other podcast, Comedy History One Hundred and One. 
uh, where we we where we school you in comedy. comedy. Yeah, exactly. And so you did you did a little bit of research uh, with uh, Mr. T and Nancy Reagan. What was what were some of your uh, recollections of that? Uh, well, this doesn't have to do with Nancy Reagan, but the right. way Mr. T got discovered by Sylvester Stallone was, uh, I believe it was 1981 to, um, he was on a reality show called World's Toughest Bouncer. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So real, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, that's so. That's how he got in uh, Rocky Three. Was it three? Yeah, yeah, three. Rocky Three, man. Yeah, I four, the tiger. four is uh, 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 the, um, Drago. <laughs> what Drago? Yeah, wasn't that the Russian's name? <laughs> no, that was yeah, that was like Drago the Russian. No, no, yeah, he was. I think he was just B A. No, that was in that was his character in um, uh, Dolph Lundgren. You know. No, no, <laughs> the other one, the A Team. B.A. Baracus, I think. Was oh, no, no, I'm talking, I'm talking Rocky Four. Right, yeah, Rocky Four. Rocky Four, I, I believe Drago was Ralph Dolph Lundgren's sink. Hold on, I can look it up. Hey, everyone. We'll get right back to the podcast. Right now, I want to tell you about one of my new favorite apps, Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and distills them down to their most impactful elements. So you can read or listen to them in under 15 minutes all on your phone. With Blinkist, you will expand your knowledge and learn more in just 15 minutes than you can in almost any other way. Plus, you can listen anywhere. I like to read Blinkist while I'm riding the tram to work. What else are you going to do? Look at Instagram? Huh, <laughs> it's so 2017. The Blinkist library is massive. From timeless classics like The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, to current Amazon bestsellers like Fire and Fury, Inside the Trump White House. And you know here at This is the President, we love reading about the Trump White House. So go pick up Fire and Fury before more people get fired. Blinkist is constantly curating and adding new files from best of lists, so you're always going to get the most powerful ideas in a made-for-mobile format. Five million people are using Blinkist to expand their minds 15 minutes at a time. Get started today. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer for just our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash president to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash president to start your free seven-day trial. You can cancel at any time. Once more, that's Blinkist.com slash president. If you like This is the President, you should check out PlowdyPod. PlowdyPod is the think tank that answers the questions nobody asked. What would you do if Michael Sarah kidnapped your uncle? Would you rather be Trump's wife or Putin's mistress? And if you could choose any publication at all to carry your first nude photo shoot, what would it be? That's PlowdyPod. Check it out and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rocky Three. Rocky Three was Mr. T was the bad guy. Was that Rocky? Yeah, II? Drago. Okay, Drago all right. uh, was uh, uh, Ivan Drago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, how do you think? Uh, do you think Mr. T fit into the whole '80s Reagan thing? Uh, he probably just said no to drugs. Okay. Yeah. I get angry just thinking about it. Makes me mad. Little kids doing drugs. It turns my stomach. 
that stuff hurts. It stops you from living up to your potential. It holds you back. It hurts the user. It hurts his family. And it hurts his friends. I just want to shake some sense into you kids that are using drugs and think about using. So remember, don't or else. Okay? And he was helping keep the kids off drugs. And he was giving them dolls. Did you did you understand that part? That's no, he, wait, what kind of dolls were he he's uh, giving? He was giving away a mystery. That's kind of creepy. He was giving away his Mr. T doll. Oh, wow. Um, oh, by the way, Mr. T in Rocky Three was Clubber Lang. Yeah, Clubber Lang. That was it. Okay. Hold on. I just want to And I believe, I believe, uh, did he fight, uh, no, he didn't fight Apollo. Did he fight Apollo Creed and kill him? No. Wasn't that? I Someone, yeah. Um, Maybe he did, yeah. Or I think he 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 screamed at Rocky, and, and then what's the name of his uh, uh, um, um, manager? Uh, Burgess, Mickey, yeah, had Mickey. a heart attack. Yeah, that's because right. Because of Mr. Oh, that's, T. Yeah. That's what it was. So okay. not a good guy in that movie. Yeah, so, so I don't Mr. think T- I don't think Clever Lang would get the presidential belt buckle. No, but see, so Mr. T basically what he has in 1983, he had a doll of himself from the A Team. Right. Right. So that's what he was manufactured by Galoob. and so I don't think was it a doll or was it an action figure? Action figure. Sorry, I didn't. I, I meant don't I, I don't meant. call them dolls. <laughs> they're not dolls. They're they're collectibles. <laughs> Right, okay, right, collectibles. But, um, yeah, the whole collectible, he's wearing his uh, red shirt and denim overall. <laughs> and then somebody here. <laughs> somebody here. Somebody <laughs> What's the link? I like a good it's, laugh. Don't. It's just they posted a naked Mr. T doll. <laughs> it's dumb. It's just stupid. <laughs> what is it? Where, where can I find this? It's, it's on eBay here. Hold on. It's so somebody posted a naked Mr. T doll. It's not that funny. It's just it's, Here, send, it's, send it to me via. Um, it's, it's funny. It's 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 on. Uh, it's fun. It's funny because it's he's not oh. wearing. Uh, he's got Dance. his regular Mr. Oh, T yeah. head. <laughs> okay, so oh, he's just he's just not wearing clothes. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is kind of funny though. For some uh, and he doesn't have any genitalia. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> and he still has his whole Mr. T head and everything, so it's kind of weird. And he's, he's, maybe that's why he looks so angry. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still he's still wearing his shoes <laughs> and socks. <laughs> and, socks. <laughs> and he is in those in those photos too. I'll put the photo with with the um, uh, with the podcast article. But there's a whole you know they took it like what was the Elvis and Nixon photos? They took a whole bunch. They took a whole. Roll or a couple rolls of these photos, and that's what is that is what Mr. T is wearing in the actual photo with Reagan. He's wearing oh, shorts wow. and, his, and yeah. no, no, no pants. Yeah, well, no, no, he's not dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. T doll, but um, collectible. Uh, yeah, collectible. <laughs> his fists uh, are clenched. <laughs> yeah, oh, it looks like he can hold something. Yeah, it looks like uh, yeah. something would have been in his uh, stage right, stage left hand. Yeah, yeah, it's both. He can has things for his action figures. Okay, <laughs> that's, nice. That's, that's actually in the description. Galoob Mister T B A Baracus action figure, twelve inch doll. It says doll here. Twelve inch oh, doll. Right. Twelve yeah. inch doll. Nineteen eighty three nude. <laughs> 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 uh, alrighty. 
<laughs> okay, good. Well, on that note, we'll leave we'll leave Mr. T to be in peace. And uh, as we said, uh, I've discovered a bunch of these uh, Reagan archives, so I think we could spend the next two seasons going over these. But I did find them. Um, uh, Reagan and Johnny Cash. That was one of the other uh, interesting ones I found. So we'll be sure to uh, dig that up as soon as we can. And oh um, right, yeah, yeah. So on this election eve special, Harmon, just any last, <laughs> any last thoughts you want to send out there to America? Um, let's just hope things go well. We we kind of do for one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We we need. It. Let's put it. Let's pull one together for the team, huh? Everyone. Um, so yeah. get out there and and vote if you haven't done so already. And on that note, we we already... we, for, we forgot what? one feature that almost became a regular feature: uh, Trump products on Amazon. I know, but we didn't. We weren't finding that many. Did you find a couple? Sure, I can, I can find one. Okay, okay, let me just go on there. Amazon or eBay? Uh oh, yeah, maybe you you check eBay. I'll but check can Amazon. You, can you? But you can't leave reviews on eBay. That's a thing. Oh right, okay. Uh, yeah. Trump product. There, let me go. <laughs> the description, the, the description on the nude, <laughs> the description on the nude, <laughs> the description on the on the nude Mr. T doll just says, "quote in played with condition," unquote. <laughs> are they being ironic or is that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right, oh, here, let me let me look it up. Let me I'm look it up. Make sure I remember this. One. Oh, here we go. All right. Galoob? What's a Galoob, Mr. T? Mr. T B A? Yeah, Galoob. So B A Brackus is the one from. Um, oh, this is 18. like they're saying in British pounds or something. So this is yeah. like uh, a ship to South Euros. America, Russia, and Poland. Yeah. So it's not even available in the U.S. No, wow. Maybe I'll have to order one here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's nine ninety nine euro, so it's it about too, that's not too bad. So, what's the product that we've chosen for today, Harmon? Well, I believe we've 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 done this before, but uh, it's it's a Amazon review of the product Trump Success Eau de Toilette Spray for Men, one fluid ounce. Uh, it right. goes and for nine ninety nine. It doesn't have Trump's face on. No, it, it just has. Uh, it's classy. It's a fucking, it's a classy product. Right, so do you have a, uh, for those at home who want to buy, do you have a, a, a stock number or anything? But it doesn't say which Trump. It could be uh, It could be Trump's. It could be Barrett. No, no, no. Don't talk about Barrett. No, you can't. No, 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 you're going to no. tweet, tweet storm. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, so we'll just, let's, let's go in and have, have some Trump reviews. Okay, I'm gonna go. Do you want to read a five, and I'll read a one, or vice yeah. versa? So I'll, I'm actually over on. Um, yeah, okay. Let's just stick on that. I'll read. I'll read fives, and you read ones. All right. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Fairly obvious. Pretty funny though. Uh, smells great, but I, <laughs> but I noticed a weird urge to build a wall after using. All right. Uh, wait, wait. I think these question and answer thing. Oh, so there's a portion here. It's not so much a review, uh, but you can you can ask questions of it, um, uh, and, and and Amazon provides the answers about this product. Um, so here is what uh, a a a a potential purchaser of Trump uh, success cologne asks. Uh, uh, the question is: Is the bottle huge? 
And the answer depends on the size of your hands. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, one more, one more um, question about Trump Cologne. If I spray this on my skin, will it make it thinner, causing me to post deranged tweets at 3 a.m.? Uh, okay. One more, one more um, a question a customer might have about Trump Cologne. Uh, question Does the fragrance cr- clash with the original mint flavor Tic Tacs? I like to move. I like to move in close, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, here we do have some uh, five star reviews. Um, this is just from a couple months ago. Um, let's see. Five stars. Great product. I love when people who don't like Trump really like the smell, and I get to tell them it's success by Trump. Smiley face. <laughs> Oh, wow. This guy wrote it like a paragraph um, <laughs> uh, about his one-star review. I, okay. I, think, um, I bought some of the Trump toilet spray and placed a small drop on my wrist. My dog starts foaming at the mouth. Then she let out a low growl and lunged at me. She proceeded to devour my entire body in minutes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, by way of explanation, uh, writing, uh, 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 dogs can smell insecurity a mile away. P.S. Trump toilet spray smells like excrement, in case you're wondering. All right. All right. All right, we have a little, uh, this is a good one. This is a five-star one. Uh, folks, folks, we make the best cologne, don't we? <laughs> Believe me, this is my second purchase. <laughs> and I had, had to build a huge wall to keep the ladies at bay. <laughs> this cologne has what it takes to make America great again. Um, like... <laughs> Here's a one-star review on uh, Trump <laughs> Cologne. One star from a man named Chris Campbell. Uh, like taking a bath in a water treatment facility. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Seriously, god-awful. This guy licensed his name to a dollar store perfume knockoff artist. Like many things, <laughs> Trump. Sad. All right. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. So let's Sad. see if there's one more. That uh, smells like garbage. Uh, bigly. Smells fine, but I regret the purchase based on well. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we got we got one here. I'll I'll, I'll end it on this one. Um, okay. Uh, I own a <laughs> I own a frozen yogurt store, and when I'm wearing success, I can't keep my female customers from coming over the counter after me. I thought they loved the fro. <laughs> I thought they loved the froyo, but now they're after the head. <laughs> But now they're after the head yogurt jockey sporting success. So that's the name of the perfume, the cologne. Wait, wait, I just see. Uh, non political review to see. Scanning just to see if there's any fun. This is funny. Um, doesn't last long. Uh, I think this sums it up. Uh, Trump plus the toilet. <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> all right. Oh, That's Keep it short. Brevity. It was good. That's always yeah. good. Short, short and punchy. Um, all right. Well, that was good. That was good for our Trump. So we'll probably just have to keep coming back to the cologne. That might be it. Maybe that's the thing. Folks, we're still working on this, but I think we... Uh, There's got to be... Uh, I mean, he's a huckster. Does he have the other products up there? He's got more... He's got more, a lot of... <laughs> he's got the deodorant stick, which might be... That might be a good one to, to, to go on to. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, okay, so I'll remember remember the Trump the deodorant stick. <laughs> we'll pull that up so you have that to look forward to next time, folks. Um, as always, um, be sure to subscribe. You can tweet out to us at Words Over Chair. Um, you can also go to our website, Words Over Chair, and download some of the latest episodes. You can find us everywhere. You find your favorite podcast like uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Last FM. And before we leave now, even though we did a little bit up front, we can't get away without playing our theme tune to Plug Away. Plug Away. Well, another thing I didn't plug up front is, of course, we uh, Scott and I have another podcast called Comedy History 101, where we school you in comedy. We do deep cuts into the history of comedy. It's perfect for you comedy nerds out there and non-comedy nerds out there. Cause, uh, or wannabe comedy nerds. Or wannabe comedy nerds. Yeah, there we go. So our last episode, which just dropped uh, yesterday, was on a 1961 uh, the TV show that was considered the biggest flop in comedy history. Uh, it, it lasted one episode, but in, depending on what part of the country you're in, uh, it might have only lasted 15 minutes. So check <laughs> us out on iTunes, Comedy yep. History 101. Where we school well, and you. School you comedy. comedy. Yes. And uh, yeah, and as always, you can find all the episodes on our website, wordsoverchair.com. All right, Harm. Well, that's it for me. Um, I do have a film showing at the Winterthur Film Festival called Everything You Want to Know About Sudden Birth But We're Afraid to Ask. And it's an oral history of the worst uh, and most unintentionally hilarious police training film ever in the world. Uh, so that's start, that'll be screening in Switzerland in two weeks and then hopefully to the U.S. after that. And that's it. And happy that's Election it. Day. Happy Election Day, Harmon. Well, it depends on the outcome, really. Right. I mean, well, I mean, we we celebrate the freedom of everyone to go vote. How about that? Well, it, yeah, but some most people don't. No, they don't. <laughs> That's kind of the sad part. Yeah, there's actually a big uh, article in the paper today asking young people why they why they don't go out and vote. Well, voter suppression could be part of that in certain yeah. areas of the country. Exactly, voter suppression. Well, they, the, the uh, so as somebody pointed out, these are all young white kids that they're asking. So, oh they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have kids. the polling stations in their community closed, and then there's one, yeah. and you have to wait about three hours to vote. So they don't yeah. have that happening. No, no. It usually, kind of, or you know, they didn't, probably didn't have any members of their family killed because they were trying to vote or anything like that. So, that yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, on that note, uh, happy election day, everyone. Hope things go your way, and uh, let's hope freedom wins. And uh, we'll see everyone uh, next time. Thanks for listening. Nobody's ever done a better job than I'm doing as president. I didn't know that. Damn it. Melani! <laughs> Where's my diaper? Melani is right now changing a diaper probably 40 feet away from me. This podcast has been brought to you by Words Over Chair Productions. Words Over Chair is a full-service creative agency with offices in Brooklyn and Berlin. Their specialty? Amazing storytelling, motion graphics, archival footage, all mixed with a flair for humor. And the best part about Words Over Chair? 
you already like us. That's because Words Over Chairs, run by yours truly, Scott, along with my co-host Harmon Leon. You might have seen our work on websites like Vice, The Atlantic, Vanity Fair, Timeline, and many others. Want to make something boring? Fine, do it by yourself. Want to make something cool? Get in touch with us. Wordsoverchair.com Hey, you. Yes, you. Do you like comedy? Of course you do. You're listening to a podcast where Harmon and I talk about presidential phone calls. So you like the funny stuff, huh? Then you should be turning into another podcast that Harmon and I do called Comedy History 101. In this podcast, we delve into the backstory of all things comedy-related. From the history of the Comedy Store condo in L.A., the Andrew Dice Clay controversy of the early 1990s, and, more recently, the history of the Trump and Giuliani and drag video. You can find the latest episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Last.fm, Google Play, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Comedy History 101. We school you in comedy. You're so bad.